Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. I want to talk to you about transformation tonight. And Heavenly Father, I pray that you would anoint each and every word. And I give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. John baptized with water. He said, but there's one coming. And when he comes, he will not baptize you in water. But he's going to baptize you in fire. Hallelujah. He's going to baptize you into uh, this uh, uh, ability to be comforted in times of distraction, in times of distortion. You have a, an ability in the midst of inability. And last week we talked about that there has to be in our heart, if, we, if we're going to step into the fullness of what God has for us, that there has to be a desire for that. There has to be a want. You have to want more than where you are. And the more you experience Him as a child of God, the more you want of Him. And so the Spirit of the Lord, uh, we see that in the Old Testament, we can see that God assigned individuals. Uh, he had His hand upon certain individuals, certain vessels that He assigned for different tasks. Whether it be a judge or a king or uh, whoever it was that he assigned. And we talked about some specific people like Gideon, that he came upon Gideon, his hand came upon Gideon while he was in a low place. He was in a, a place of a valley. He was in a place of a wine press. And I want to say this, it's in the place of pressure that God can produce. And so he's in a place of a valley, but he's trying to hold on to some small thing. Isn't it interesting that we hold on to small things when God sees so much more than what we can see? And so I, I know that, that I can speak for myself that, I, that that is, I've always said that Gideon, if there's ever a person in the Bible who I can relate to, it's probably Gideon. Because I'm that type of person that if God speaks to me, I want to say, well, give me another sign. Well, uh, write it a little bit clearer for me. I need it a little bit plainer than that. And, and, but he said, you know, he had all these limitations. We just, we rattle off our limitations. We tell God what we can't do. Amen. And we, and we tell him, you know, my, my, I'm the least in my family. I'm the poorest in Manasseh. I'm trying to encourage you that if he can use Gideon, he can use you. The Bible says that, that 500 to 1 uh, was against Gideon. This army, 500 to 1 was against him. But yet there was a force that destroyed the enemy army that was against him uh, and with methods that had never been seen before and probably have never been seen since. Because when God does something, it's authentic, it's original. And, and, and he, he does it through a weak place so that he can show how big and how strong and how mighty he is. Gideon was uh, uh, 300 men rotted. Listen, 135,000 men, 300 men took out 100, over 100,000 men at, at one time. How did this happen? Through obedience. 
How did this happen? Through a stepping out in faith. Come on. You can be outnumbered with God and you can take the world. Hallelujah. But when you have God on your side, you don't have limitations. Your, your inabilities, uh, uh, God begins to consume them. He begins to wrap them. He begins to uh, use your inability in times of trials and pressure. And it's through the pressure that He begins to produce. He begins to produce a potential on you that you did not even realize that was on the inside inside of you and we can see that throughout the scripture even in the Old Testament that when the hand of God came upon an individual they could do things that they had never done before and when we see how that the hand of God came upon Samson when he was at that place and there was a, a he looked down and he saw a natural thing and it was just a jawbone of a donkey and he picks up that jawbone of the donkey and he began to start swinging that jawbone around and he began to slay a thousand Philistines uh, and, and the Bible says that, that he killed them all instantly and supernaturally why? how did this happen? because the spirit of God the hand of God was upon the man of God. And, and after Samuel lifted the picture of oil up above David's head and began to pour it upon little David, hallelujah, the little shepherd boy that was out in the field in the corner, uh, God said, I, I got a purpose for you. And Samuel came out amongst them and in the midst of him and reached up that picture and began to pour the mixture as it ran down his cheeks and dripped into his sandals. And when it happened, how many knows that something shifted in the shepherd boy? Hallelujah. There was a shift in the shepherd boy. And it was supernatural that, 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 that he went out on battlefields. Uh, starting with one that had a giant when everybody else was standing around watching. David said, watch this. And he stepped out on the battlefield. Not because of his ability, but it was because of his inability that God could use him. That God could work him. The Bible says that in my weakness, uh, he is made strong. I, I want to encourage somebody right now. That that you may feel tired and you may feel weak and you may feel like a little shepherd boy out in the field and that nobody cares for you but he's calling you to the battlefield he's calling you to slay giants he's calling you to take armies away and so we have to understand that God is wanting to release more to a hungry people. And I sense in my spirit in this day and in this hour that there is a people that understand that there is more. And there's a, a God has developed desire and a hunger in a remnant of people. If that's you, throw emoji sign up, a hand up and say, I want more, God. If there's more to be obtained, I want more. Paul said, I, I, I have not apprehended that, has, that which has apprehended me I have not yet obtained the fullness of God I want to know this man named Jesus even after all these years there's more that we can tap into and so the remnant of people are living and breathing every second of every day to live this holy uh, spirit empowered life where we're walking with Jesus uh, where we're walking with him hand in hand and people are, are, are understanding that, that there are they are bending to the to uh, where, where the enemy is trying to stray and distract uh, there is a bend toward the Holy Spirit and I see that maybe 2020 has passed uh, but I believe and declare that in the season of 2020 God has brought, brought clear focus to God's people he's brought 
clear focus to you and your house and your home and there has been a lean into the way of the spirit because I cannot see without him leading I cannot see without his eyes I cannot see or touch or know what I'm supposed to do without him walking with me and his spirit drawing me closer to him and giving me the heart of God I cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit with me without the Holy Spirit on the inside of me and I hear a people crying out that I want God more of you Lord less of me more of you more of your plan more of whatever it is that you desire church without him I know that I am nothing without him I know that I can do nothing all but with him hallelujah I know that I'm never alone that I've never seen the righteous forsaken I feel the Holy Ghost now nor a seed begging bread come on somebody you may be looking right now with lack but I come to tell somebody that when he's with you you're not alone you can lean into him you can lean on him he said I'm a friend that sits closer than a brother he said I'll never leave you nor forsake you but I'll be with you always even until the end of time I wish I had somebody that may feel a little weak right now just to lean a little bit lean on the everlasting arms of God I'm here to tell you he's keeping you up he's sustaining you in the fight the battle may be hard but the spirit empowered life can press through demonic forces and press right into your destiny there's an encounter that's happening to those who are radical and there's radical exploits and breakthroughs that God wants you to be a part of yes you not them you hallelujah Not just the pastor, the teacher, the preacher, the evangelist. Not just all, but the body of Christ is coming into picture. There's a coming together. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit brought the union. And it's the when we're in the Holy Spirit of, of peace, joy, and righteousness, it brings us together. And when we come together under the Spirit of God, one spirit, many members... I'm here to tell you that that function brings an unction. Hallelujah. And when that unction is released, I feel this thing tonight. That when that unction is released like it's going to release, I prophetically declare that it's going to release under a tent this week. And that there will be creative miracles. Not because a man said it, but because God has declared it in his word. That when we come together in union, in one spirit, he's releasing an ability to make the lame to walk, to make a dumb man talk, to cause the blind to see I believe that there's spirits of darkness and suicide that's going to break in Nashville I believe that there's spirits of addiction that's going to break under a tent in Nashville I wish I had some help up in here come on put your hands together take 30 seconds and give God a praise for a breaker's anointing that's being released how? through the spirit of God only in the spirit And without him, I can do nothing. But the Bible says with him, I can do all things. I'm never alone when I'm with him. He's always with me. He protects me. With him, there is a power to resist the enemy. With him, there is a power to resist the temptations to quit. 
With Him there is a power to resist the abilities uh, that the enemy brings to you to quit, to give up, to say, I'm done with this. Listen, when you have the Spirit of God with you and dwelling inside of you, it gives you the ability to resist the devil and he has to get away from you. I declare a resisting right now in your spirit. I, 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 those The enemy is coming. Uh, there's a darkness coming into your house. Uh, but I, I, I speak to the light that dispels the darkness that's on the inside of you it's on the I said it's the word on the inside of you and that there's no weapon that's formed against you that shall be or will be able to prosper hallelujah no word of darkness no manipulation no witchcraft uh, no sorcery I declare right now I rebuke every stronghold every limitation every suicide spirit that must bow to the matchless mighty name of Jesus darkness has to give way to the light of God's glory. Arise and shine body of Christ and be this body and be the hands and be the feet and be the mind of God so that you can work and operate and you can manipulate the enemy's plans. The one who's been manipulating you. It's time for you to take action. It's time for you to grab a hold of the force of God. It's time for you to grab a hold of the horns of the altar and declare I'm not leaving this place until there's a shift. I'm going to wait on Jesus until there's a breakthrough. I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on saying God's word. I'm going to keep on declaring God's word until I sense deliverance in my spirit. I feel this thing in my stomach right now. I believe that there's somebody watching that you've been on the verge of giving up. But I speak the spirit and power life over you. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost to take over your marriage to take over your business right now. Your business is not over. I said receive the empowerment of the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Y'all tell this pastor settle down. Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of the living God. It was so powerful and so awesome when Peter, we can look at Peter's life. We can see with him the, that, that, that Peter was the one that, 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 that gives us hope. Hallelujah. Peter gives everybody a chance when we look at his life. And we can see how he walked through life. And how he walked with the disciples. And how he walked with Jesus. And, 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 and I want to tell you that when you receive the gifting of the Holy Spirit. It infuses you with kingdom purpose. It gives you potential. And, and it's a, it infuses you with a protective firewall around you. It infuses you with provisions that are not from this dimension. But they're from a higher dimension. It, it infuses you with the shift of the empowering life. Uh, and, and, and there's a, there's a divine uh, transformation that takes place. It's a, it's a dramatic change. That means that people ought to be aware that you're not like you used to be. Hallelujah. That you look a little different. You act different. Maybe they may think you're crazy, but they know that there's a difference on the inside of you. You're not the person that you used to be. And there's a dramatic shift. And there's a dramatic change. And when we look at Peter's life, we can see the dramatic shift in his life. We can see that that Peter, some of his, uh, some of his personalities, God began to use and cultivate those personalities. Listen, God wants your personality. He wants your difference. As Peter was a very forceful individual, he was a personality that uh, that would lift himself above the rest because he did, he wasn't scared to step in. He wasn't.
wasn't scared to say something. He wasn't scared to mess up. Hallelujah. And so he would step in and, and he would keep pushing and he would keep plowing. He, would, he, would, he was the one who brought the revelation that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of the living God. This powerful, revelatory, heavenly experience. When, when he said, Jesus, Jesus said, flesh and blood has not presented this unto you. But this has come from another place. This has been revealed by way of the Holy Spirit. This has been revealed by a heavenly dimensions. This is not of this place. Peter had to be surrendered to the Spirit in order to receive that revelation. And we see that, that, that he was, this pulled him up above maybe in the mind of the individuals around him. It pulled him above maybe uh, uh, the personalities and because he was a forceful man and he was a man that would fight and he was a man that was uh, 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 he was entertaining. Hallelujah. Peter was one of those ones that, that would entertain you. He would he would entertain you with his personality and we see that Jesus uh, was the Messiah the living God and through this revelation and when he uh, we see that, that that when given the opportunity we see that Peter is the one that as the disciples are in the boat and there's a storm uh, rolling around and, and there was a, a form of the spirit that came walking on the water and, and, and we see that Peter was the one who said I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to take a stroll <laughs> I'm going to get out of this boat if that's you Jesus call me bid me to come and we see uh, Peter jump out of the boat and he begins to walk on something he's never walked on before he begins to do something he's never done before I want you to hear me tonight so many of us point out the fact we're good at pointing out the negatives in all of the stories we're good at pointing out what Peter uh, uh, his, his shortcoming that he came up short as he stepped out yeah he might have walked just for a little bit but he began to sink but were there any others who had the uh, who had the audacity come on who had the courage to, to step out into impossibility to step out on top of impossibility and say Jesus if you told me to do it I know that you will keep me I know that you will keep me standing I know Lord Jesus that you'll be with me and his obedience to the voice of God begin to come in and give him the ability as I said to do something that he's never done before listen the spirit of the living God will give you the ability to go places that you've never been before. The spirit of a living God will open up doors that no man can shut and the spirit of a living God will shut doors that no man can shut. But we have to be obedient as Peter was to the voice of God and open to the opportunities of God. Here's what I want to tell you. It was the obedience of Peter to the voice of God that opened up opportunity in the midst of opposition. Here's what I want to tell you right now that God is getting ready to unlock the supernatural in the midst of the stormy situation that you're in how it's when you obey the voice of the Lord when you obey the commands of the Lord Jesus Christ he said I'm going to take the devastation and I'm going to flip it I, 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 God will free a nation in the midst of devastation I come to tell the nation and all around the world don't neglect all of don't 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 look at this picture of devastation and say God is doing this and God is doing that and God is doing this and God's bringing judgment here but I hear a, a remnant that's declaring there's no judgment here there's a glory that's getting ready to pour out there's a glory that's coming yes his glory brings devastation but there's a remnant calling for revival there's a remnant calling for there's a hungry bride there's a thirsty bride that's ready to see God that's ready to, to see him move 
that's ready to see him shift things around. Peter had high points, but they and, and these points were so high that they would they were just beyond anything. But he also had the low lows in his walk with Christ, and this was until. We see that in God's word that he greeted the approaching soldier when he was in the garden, the servant of the high priest. With one swing of a flashing steel um, uh, sword, we see that he severed the ear uh, from, uh, of the nearest uh, one that was standing close to him or by him. And we see that this action uh, that, that he was trying to, the one that he was trying to protect, we see the rebuke uh, uh, of what Peter was doing as Jesus was saying, uh, this ain't the way that, that it works. See, there was still more. Come on, say there's still more. See, there was still more that Peter had to learn even in his mishaps, even in his mistakes, he was learning. And so we see that, 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 that in this garden place, the action brought rebuke from the one he was trying to protect because even after three years of walking with Jesus, somebody say there's still more. Somebody say there's always more. Come on, say that in your spirit. Somebody shout, just shout the word more right now. And as we preached not too long ago, there's nevertheless in the kingdom of God, God's always trying to get more to you. God's always trying to get you to your full potential. And there was more that Peter didn't understand because he cut off what in the future he was going to need in days to come. He was cutting off the very thing that God was going to use in Peter to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Christ that as the voice of God the sword going forth there, there was a different kind of sword that he was going to use that wouldn't cut off an ear but it was going to open up the ear so that the ear could hear because the Bible says that faith come ooh, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God and we see that as John and Peter begin to continue to follow into Jesus they were watching where he was going and we see that that John began to remain and he entered in with uh, with Jesus and Peter remained outside with the servant girl and uh, until the servant girl came and began to talk with Peter and he was and she was leading him in and she said uh, aren't you one of those disciples aren't you one of them and we see the first denial was in this moment with Peter come he said he said I am not that was the first denial of Peter Jesus warned that this would happen he told him that this was going to take place and I'm talking about one that began to move when God would move. I'm talking about one who had been with Jesus. One who had been on the, when he was on the boat and, and Jesus said launch out into the deep and he told him to move out into a, 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 a deeper place and, and fish again in the same area but I want you to go a little bit deeper and we see that he was so moved that he hit his knees in the vessel. He was so overwhelmed by the catch lapping against him when his obedience and response to the voice of God activated sinking boat blessing we see that after this happened, Peter who watched fish and bread multiply and he served the multitude with the multiplication that took place in their belief, in their faith. I'm talking about Peter who saw people's blind eyes open. He saw sight given to the blind. He saw sanctity reemerge in the lives of demon possessed. He fell on his face when, when he met Moses and Elijah on Mount Transfiguration and yet he hid from a servant girl. 
that after she asked the question, she already knew the answer, but there was a spirit trying to pull uh, Peter out of his purpose. There was a spirit trying to pull Peter out of the plan of God. We see another denial in the courtyard as Peter got a little closer to Jesus that night. In this night, as he got closer to Jesus, his heart got further and further away from Jesus. The one who was so powerfully and prophetically used in the in the past few scriptures in the the the, the, the the scriptures beforehand that he was used mightily to describe Jesus and we see him again a third time that he began to deny the knowledge of Christ he began to deny him one more time and the Bible says that there was a rooster that crowed that night there was a sound that broke at the first of day and in this one night he had thrown everything that he lived for for three years he had thrown it away I come to speak to somebody that you felt you've thrown it all away you felt that you've given up everything uh, that you've lived for, that you've worked for. I'm talking about somebody that's been in ministry. I'm talking about somebody you've given your life to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And maybe in one night, because something unexpected happened to you, you've thrown it all away or less, or, 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 or you feel that you've given up everything. Uh, but I come to tell you, uh, God is going to give you another chance. Uh, matter of fact, he's doing it right here uh, and he's doing it right now. And I come to tell you uh, that no matter how bad you did it uh, no matter what you did uh, you can get up uh, you can fall but if you can get back up uh, if you have the strength to get up uh, God is going to use you with a wind that you never thought that you had uh, God is going to use you with potential to push you past uh, the pain uh, to push you past what happened uh, to push you past whatever penetrated your heart and wounded your spirit and made you give up I'm here to tell you man of God son of God, woman of God, God is saying, get up. God is saying, get up. He's saying, I'm reappearing because I'm giving you another chance. He's bringing a restorative release, just like he did this troubled fisherman. Jesus passed the missional baton to this man. And I'm here to tell you, Jesus didn't quit after you took that baton and you just quit and you walked away. God said, I'm not giving up on you. I'm not giving up. There's more in you. There's potential in you. There's power on the inside of you. There's authority on the inside of you. There's a calling within you that I haven't birthed yet. You've seen things happen, but the reason the enemy took you out, because he knew there was a fresh something on the inside of you. There was a fresh calling on the inside of you. There was a fresh desire on the inside of you, and he knew that if he could stop you before you tapped into it, but I come to tell somebody you may have fallen, but go ahead and get yourself up do what you've got to do because the enemy's assignments are disappearing right now the enemy's assignments are being demolished by the power and the authority of God because there was a people who decided to wait together in our opening scripture God said if you'll wait for it I'm going to release an ability through your inabilities I'm going to release an authority when you feel weak I'm going to release an authority when you don't know what to do when you don't know how to pray there's some moanings and groanings that's going to come out of you tonight and it's going to birth your miracle in the name of Jesus there's that power and that ability that was birthed in that room is the same power and ability that's birthing something now in you that as Jerusalem was teeming and concluding the celebration of the first feast, suddenly the room began to shift and there was a fire that wasn't in there before, but they waited for something. 
They were waiting for transformation. They were waiting for the shift. They were waiting for the change. And the room became very warm. Hallelujah. Just like I like it. Praise God. It became very fiery. And the words uh, couldn't be described when this fire was released. The words could not be understood because it wasn't from this rim. Hallelujah. It wasn't from this dimension. It was a direct line through the, to the throne room. Come on. If you can get a hold of these words, uh, you, you, you can get a divine connection uh, with heaven and when you hook up to heaven you cannot be distracted by your dilemma I, when you hook up to heaven you will not be detoured by the tricks and the schemes and the plans of the evil one I come to tell somebody right now that you felt like the wind got knocked out of you I, I felt this in my spirit as we were doing our morning uh, uh, prayer time this month this month this morning and I, I want to tell you this uh, that I believe some of you have got the breath knocked out of you in this season but I declare that as you get Get up. God has given you a second wind. God has given you another chance. God is pouring his potential on the inside of you and he's going to use those who are surrendered. He's going to use those who are submitted. He's going to use those who will not be distracted in this day. Don't be distracted by, by your demise. Get up. Because God is saying, I'm giving you a second wind. And we see that, that, that fire came in this room and wind came in this room. So as much that the walls shook and the ground began to tremble because there was such a power that came into this place. And, and, and something or someone came and, and filled that room. The power of God began to lift them from the inside. And strange syllables began to release from their mouth as the power of God filled their hearts. And we see that the scripture says that when the day of Pentecost had fully come that they were all with one accord hallelujah they were in union with together and suddenly there came a sound from heaven hallelujah and it was a rushing mighty wind that filled not just half the house not just the corner of the house but it filled the whole house it filled every vessel that was available and waiting and God said if you will be available and you'll wait he said I'm releasing an oil on the inside of you I'm releasing a fire. I'm releasing the oil. I'm releasing the fire. And I'm releasing the wind in your house. I'm going to say that again. I'm releasing the oil. I'm releasing the fire. And I'm releasing the wind. Just like it appeared to them. And it became a division that brought unity. Because these divided tongues begin to bring the body together. And when the, when the Spirit of the Lord comes in a room, it brings the body together. It brings the mindset together. It brings the heart together. It brings brings everything into function so that he can release his power into this earth. Suddenly crowds begin to gather and Jews from distant places heard voices praising in their own understanding. They begin to hear their language go forth and they, they couldn't understand how are these Galileans talking this way? What is it that, what is it that they've uh, obtained and received that they have the ability to release our language? How can they know our language? These Galileans that are just normal uh, people, common people. And God, let me tell you, God will use common people to do uncommon things. Hallelujah. He will use uh, ordinary people to do extraordinary things. And, and, and these unknown tongues were flowing forth uh, from, from the power of God and the Spirit of Almighty God. And they were filling and transforming lives. And, 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 and we, we, one, with one step, things begin to happen. Who would be the one to step up and describe what was going on? We, we look at the, uh, the, the story and we think it had to be John. Because John had love down. John, John was closest to Jesus. But no. 
No, it was that forceful one. It was the rebellious one that began to step out. And God turned Peter's heart. The first to raise, he was the first. It wasn't John that, that first raised to the tomb. It wasn't John the most loyal. But as the crowd began to declare drunkenness, it was Peter that stepped up. He said, uh, uh, they're not drunk as you suppose. Hallelujah. They're drunk on a new source. They're drunk on a new wine. Because the reality is no matter how many mistakes Peter made, he wasn't afraid to make another mistake. And he shifted when he stepped out. When he shifted, he waited for it. But when he received it, he stepped out. It was transformative. It was irrefutable. And the guy who could not find his voice in front of the servant girl now spoke with clarity, now spoke with power and fearlessness. Peter was unafraid to be seen by the leaders in this pub, uh, this puzzling uh, disturbance that was taking place. He said, I shout, these are not drunk as you suppose. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And he continues and declares, the God, that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, Acts 2 and 36, as if he wanted his words to get back to the source. He declared it loudly. He declared it publicly. He declared, I'm talking about the one that shied away from the servant girl. Begin to now, because there was a wind that entered him, he began to declare with boldness what he shied away from before. God says those who have been shy, he said I'm pulling them out to declare. God says those who have been silent, I'm going to use them because it's going to be the weakness that's going to bring my power. It's going to be the weak vessel that's going to bring my strength. It's going to be that personality that's going to be forceful. That's going to come in with transition. A transformative order. A Pentecostal movement is launching in the church. And there's a mission, an outpouring of God's spirit. Just like it was here when Peter began to declare the word of God. And 3,000 souls were saved in an instant. I'm here to tell you that God is bringing multiplication. He's bringing multiple. I said he's bringing multiplication of the harvest. He's bringing souls in. Peter who denied Jesus is now being used. He's going to bring souls in through you and he's going to use you as he used Peter at the gate of beautiful when he lifted that man up out of his condition. I'm here to tell you God's going to use you to lift your neighbor out of this circumstance. Out of this situation. He's lifting you out of your weakness and he's bringing healing in the name of Jesus. I declare right now that just like Peter was used in a prison he still had his mind he had the mind of the spirit and he began to he began to wow them with the wisdom and the supernatural understanding that he had he was empowered by the spirit words were flowing forth and they were blowing the minds of the people I'm here to tell you God's about to fill your mouth with his word it's a word of wonder it's a word of understanding it's a word from a supernatural dimension you're about to tap into truths and truths are going to set free. It's going to set free people around you. It's going. You're going to sit in a prison and they're going to try to wrap you up, tie you up and tangle you up. But no, no, no prison can hold the word of God that's on the inside of you. No prison can hold the knowledge that you obtained through the supernatural force of the wind of heaven that came in that upper room. It's still on the inside of you. I come to tell somebody tap in. Step on in. Step into the spirit 
spirit step into the river because revelation is coming from the river there is a mentality shift that you're not going to think like you used to think and things that used to bug you is not going to bother you anymore because you're focused your laser focus we can't be focused without the friction and we can't be focused without the waiting but I hear somebody saying I've been waiting for the baby I've been waiting for the birthing it's been painful it's been messy it's been hard it's been trying it's been tired but I hear God say that there's a birthing there's a birthing coming forth there's a birthing just like the church was birthed on the day of Pentecost I believe that God is doing a new thing now and it's about to spring forth shall you not know it and just like Peter transitioned from one thing into another dimension I declare I don't care who you are I don't care how dirty you are I don't care how unworthy you think you are God said I'm going to use you I'm going to use the dirty I'm going to use the down and out I'm going to use the drug addicted and I'm going to pick them up and I'm going to turn them around and I'm going to set them on a solid foundation it's not going to be the things that you thought was going to be it won't be through the vessels that you thought it was going to come through but the spirit of God is about to hit the uncommon folk the spirit of God is about to hit the unusual the spirit of God is about to hit the intercessor that's been secretly praying that's been praying for revival and God is about to bring you from a secret place and he's about to release revival in you I wish I had somebody in this house to give God your praise right now come on you can shift the room through your praise you can shift the room through your adoration you can shift the room through your hallelujah you can shift the room through your thank you Jesus but if you ain't gonna press in this hour you better just go home if you ain't gonna press and pray and praise and give God something I'm here to tell you somebody saying it ain't in what we do oh yes it is he's not going to give you anything if you don't want it but I'm looking for a body that's watching me right now I'm looking for somebody who's hungry I'm looking for somebody who's ready I'm looking for somebody who's sick and tired of the devil taking God's people taking God's voice I'm looking for somebody full of life that's tired of the enemy stealing killing and destroying the kingdom of God the comfortable Christianity is over complacency is over God says I'm looking for the one and I'm burning my heart into their heart I'm burning my emotion into their emotion I'm burning my desire into their desire I feel this right now devil of distraction I rebuke you in the name of Jesus you get out of this place in the name of Jesus, you devil of distraction, I rebuke you. And you have to, distractions has to drop dead in this season. We're not going to be distracted in this season. Devil of distraction in your home has to go right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Come on, you tell that distracted devil to get out of your house. Maybe some of you are going to have to get rid of some stuff. Maybe we're going to have to get rid of some things. God, I know 
But there's focus that's coming to the bride of Christ. There's focus that's coming for the souls, that's coming for uh, the glory, <laughs> that's hungry for more of you. For more of you. Their lack. See, God realized that we lack in ourselves. That's why we need the force. That's why we need this power. That's why we need this ability. Because after persecution came the acceleration. We see that after persecution, believers begin to recognize their lack of strength to face some of the threats. As we go through the Acts, we can see that even after they'd been filled, there was a moment where they had been in prison and tied up and tangled up and beat and bruised, abandoned. And Peter and John had already been imprisoned for healing the lame man at the gate beautiful. And we see that the body came together. <laughs> the disciples came together and they begin to cry together. Here's what I want to tell you right now. If a body will truly come together, the cry of the body is going to shatter the plans of the enemy. If you can't truly come together, don't you expect God to do anything? God is looking for union that releases His communion. The boldness to keep moving forward comes through union. Comes through that Pentecostal moment, that union that they came in one place and they chose to wait. The Bible says as they were praying uh, in this other place as we move forward in the book of Acts chapter number 4, that they were praying in a place and the place was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they begin to speak the word of God. The Bible says what they asked for they received. Come on somebody. They asked for boldness and God said here you go. Here it is. Why? Because they came together. There's more power in prayers of agreement than that one can chase a thousand of flight. But if we can all get on the same page, ladies and gentlemen, we can chase some demons and devils out of our communities, out of our society, out of our country, but we got to come together. God, with boldness, will be released into your house just like it released in this house. And again, we see a shakening. We see the walls trembling because the power of God came into a place so powerfully. It was a transformative uh, a release that went forth. And we see that Saul of Tarsus just moving along quickly. We see that Saul transitioned into Paul because there was a release into him when he was walking that road and God began to speak to him. And there was a transformation to, that took place. There's more to say, but as, uh, for sake of time I'm going to move on we see that in Cornelius's house that he was preaching the word he didn't lay hands on anybody but as he was preaching the word the people that they thought wasn't worth it come on somebody the people in the room they thought there's no way that they can receive what the Jews have but then all of a sudden praise God for this or none of us would have a chance but in Cornelius's house as he was preaching the word of God the Bible says that as they begin to hear in their ear come on somebody what he tried to cut off God is now using uh, for his ministry and he says as they begin to hear what the word of God was declaring what the word of God was saying it was in that moment that the Bible says that the room began to be full with the spirit of God and Gentiles begin to be saved not only were they saved but they were beginning to be filled with this power that happened in Acts 2 now it's happening in Cornelius's house several chapters later uh, around 10 chapter 10 we see that that, that is being released and as he re is releasing the 
the anointing of the word of God, the prophetic word of God, we see that people are being changed and transformed, not by might nor by power, but by the spirit of the living God that was released in that place. And the people that was most likely not to receive anything. Now the Gentiles are receiving what the Jews have. Hallelujah. How many knows God is no respecter of people and what he's done for them. He wants to do for you right here and right now. He wants to introduce you to the wind. He wants to introduce you to this new converted way of the Holy Spirit that as the indwelling presence is on the inside of you, there is an infilling potential that you can obtain tonight. It's the kingdom of God manifesting the reality of God in the earth. Come on, somebody. This empowerment releases clear direction. This empowerment releases the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What is the gifts of the Holy Spirit? It's unknown. It's unstudied knowledge. It's wisdom. It's remarkable endurance. It's miracles and workings of wonders. It's miracle signs and wonders. There are nine gifts that you can tap into when you're in the love river. When you're in the love river. I said when you're in the love river. When Jesus has touched your heart and the power of God is leading you, you have the ability through the name of Jesus to see blinded eyes open. You have the ability through the name of Jesus to reach the darkest vessel. You have the ability in the name of Jesus to reach forth your hand and pick up those who need to be picked up. You you can reach out and obtain everything that the enemy said cannot be obtained. Why? Not by might nor by power but by the spirit of the living God. It's the wind of heaven. It's the wind that brings breakthrough. It's the wind that blew through the valley of dry bones. And when it blew through the, the valley of dry bones, bone began to get connected with another bone. There was a union that started to happen when the wind began to blow. And I'm here to tell you that that same wind that picked those bones up and put them together and formed one of the greatest armies that this world has ever known. I'm talking to you, sir. I'm talking to you, ma'am. You're not a skeleton. You're a soldier. Hallelujah. You're not an anemic. You're anointed. I need somebody to hear me right now because I know you're weak. I know you don't feel like it, but I wish I had a person who feels weak right now to worship God. I'm looking for somebody who's pressured to praise God. I'm going to say it again. You're not a skeleton. You're a soldier in the mighty army of God and you're going to get through this and you're going to get through this dark place and you're going to get through the distraction and I'm telling you God is about to release a power of revival. He's about to release the greater potential in you. When we came to him, we needed hope. We needed cleansing. We needed a life change. Why? Because I didn't have the capacity to change my patterns. I didn't have the capacity to change my path. I don't have it in my ability. But Christ in His mercy. (laughs) Anybody thankful for the mercy of God? Maybe some of you perfect never had to have mercy. But Lord, I need mercy every day. Come on, somebody. You're not alone. You haven't made so many mistakes that He don't love you. You haven't made so many mistakes that He can't can't use you. The devil's a liar. I said the devil's a liar. I want you to really hear me right now because he will lie to you and tell you that you're worthless, that you're a piece of trash. But God says there's treasure in the trash pile. (laughs) He wants to use you. 
You don't have the capacity to change you. But God, through His mercy, released a better way. He released the, the escape from our circumstance. He, he released the escape from where you are. And, and, and He released the, 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 the healing for your sickness even. He released the, the, the place of deliverance for your bondage that you're in right now. And, and even though we're different, He even released a place for you in the body. Come on, somebody. There's potential to, for you to be used in the body that you thought God left you out of. Matter of fact, He wants to use you the most. We're different because God has a purpose for our differences. You don't have to be the same. Peter wasn't the same as John. Bartholomew was different. Not going to list all of them, but they were all different. They all had their own personalities. They all were designed with divine diverse details because God had a plan to use all of the, the, the diversities in unity to bring forth not my ability but his ability you are unique I want you to know that you have purpose you have potential still on the inside I don't care what age, where you come from, God loves you. He loved you so much that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever would believe in Him would not perish, but you would have everlasting life. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that He's given you an opportunity even now that if you're not where you need to be with Jesus Christ, He has a purpose and a plan for your life. And He wants to maximize your potential. That's why Pentecost took place. Because it's the blood of Jesus. I've heard uh, Pastor Amanda say this, and I believe it. It's the blood of Jesus that saves us. But it's the Holy Spirit that keeps us. And I believe that there's a people who are filled with the power and the potential of God that you have a missional mindset. Maybe you haven't up until this point. But I'm telling you, God is calling the people together with a missional mindset. And every day, there's purpose. And you realize that more today than you did yesterday. Every day, there's purpose that God has placed in your hands. Why? Because He needs you. Are you hearing me right now? He needs you in His kingdom. He needs you to deliver this kingdom message. He needs you, the remnant, those who breathe in the awareness that God is breathing around you. He, he needs you in this hour. Do not give up. When the enemy's tried to knock the breath out of you in the season of uh, this season of frustration, do not give up because uh, God has re is releasing a wind that's going to bring forth that ability, that abundant life. God give you abundant life, not just life, but abundant living that He wants you to tap into where there's more. Every day you get up, there's more. There's more to experience. There's more extraordinary exploits that He's 
got for you and in your path. And, and, and He wants you to, to move into it. And I, there's more for those who are remaining. There's more for those who are, are watching with Him and remaining and watching. And in Him you're living and moving and having your being. There's more for those who are walking in this transformation and you're connecting with people. And I declare right now that those who are connected, those who are watching, those are, who, who would say, I am the remaining. I am the remnant in this hour. I, 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 I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I believe that God is going to uh, release divine connections to you in this season. We hope you enjoyed this word. If you would like to hear more messages like this one, please take a second and click the subscribe button. And for more information on our ministry, please visit us at rhctn.com.